There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. Welcome everybody to the Dark Delight Show. I'm your host here, Jim Price. On Monday, it's your lunch hour. You get to spend the time with me. Josh is going to be off today, so it's just old Jim Price. Thank you guys so much for being here. Guys, as we uh, continue to watch the hilarity on which this movie plays out, I, I want to remind everybody, and, and I know that a lot of you guys are way up on this stuff. You guys are you guys are ahead of the information curve and a lot of things, especially with the legacy media. And remember, guys, we want to use their words the right way, legacy media. We're not calling them mainstream because that means that they are the mainstream of information given to us, yet we know that they're actually absolutely fact, uh, not factual and they are a propaganda machine. So their legacy, they're what we used to be, has been, that kind of thing. As we continue to see that this whole... This whole narrative is playing out. You see the World Economic Forum. You see the Klaus Schwab's going on and doing whatever it is they do. And, and uh, we, we know that there is a narrative playing out. And they're just running headlong as if nobody's noticing what's going on. And I know that Josh and I have talked about this an extensive you know, amount of time. We've really gone through this whole thing. We see the, the Georgia... Uh, White House, where there is a White House, duplicate White House and facilities down in Georgia uh, on a movie lot. They, we know that they've admitted that they're using a movie soundstage to be able to have more access to the Potato-in-Chief as uh, he continues throughout his day. We know that that's real. We've seen the crack in the wall. We've seen the ball separating. We've seen the shipping containers in the window of the Oval, uh, Oval Office. We've seen the snow. We've seen the golf course. And what I'm saying is that we, we're, we're seeing all these pieces. You guys are seeing all these pieces. And they really, really, really need to maintain this narrative. And you guys have pulled yourself away from this. You guys have seen the world differently than the rest of, uh, the rest of those folks. And, they, and you're saying, listen, I know that these guys are lying to me. I want you guys to continue to pay attention to that. But don't get caught up in too many little things that tend to distract us. And a lot of it has to do with, you know, different um, things that they're going to get you caught up in, like, oh, we're going to get rid of eggs, or we're going to get rid of milk, or we're going to get rid of meat, or we're going to do this. <laughs> the biggest, dumbest question in the world, I say the biggest, dumbest question, right? The biggest question that I have, I feel like, I feel dumb for having asked. If you're going to say you want plant-based whatever it is, then why are you trying to taste, make it taste like meat? Who are you convincing? And the sad part of it is I think there's a few people out there that went ahead and bothered to put this estrogen-based, high estrogen-based food into their face and then go, well, I'm doing something for the earth. They, ha We have, and I have, Josh has, we have, the people out there, we've all seen the fallacy in the wind generations. We've seen all the fallacy in the, in the, the solar panels. We've seen the fallacy in the idea of trying to grow crops to feed people. We've seen the idea that they're trying to use bugs to try to feed people. And let me give you something here right now. Fans don't work, period, full stop. 
And I also wonder if they're not using those to create some type of vibrational something along different fault lines in our country, in our world, that they're trying to do something to create some type of a, an uneasiness. Why do birds just suddenly die when they're around these things? Why is there so much about it? We know that that's full of crap. We know that the solar panels, we know that that's all full of crap, right? We know that that doesn't work. We know that going to plant-based civilization, meaning that everybody just eats plants, we're no longer going to eat any meat, it is the most destructive, most pollutant, most damaging process is to actually have crops in the field. Now, there would be farmers out there like, hi, ah, Jim, you don't know what you're talking about, man. You don't know when you're, going, you're talking out of your – no, 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 no. I know for a fact that a lot of what we're doing to try to, quote, unquote, put people on greens, that actual most of the greens that you're trying to put in your body that you're going to say that you're healthy because they told you to eat a salad, 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 that most things that they're putting in salads are actually inflammatory to the human body. I'm going to let that set in for a second. Most of what you use in a salad actually creates inflammation, and all illnesses are, all diseases are, all cancers are, all sniffles are, is inflammation. So what I'm trying to point out to you is that they've got the idea, they're telling you, go out there and get you some fans because that's going to get you some free energy. But by the way, you pay for the fan and you pay for the energy, so you're getting hit twice. Solar panels, we know that they have their, their rare earth minerals in there, and they, we know they become toxic material as soon as they are assembled. So where do you dispose of those at? And, that, and by the way, solar panels don't last forever, guys, three to five years. Same thing with so, uh, your wind generation. But let's go back to the vegetation stuff. There is a lot of good that we do in idea of farming and things of that nature. Absolutely spectacular. But one of the greatest quotes that's out there is actually a quote that's on Yellowstone. I don't know if you guys ever have seen the show Yellowstone on uh, Paramount. Paramount does a, it has a couple of different series that they put out now. They've got some stuff with even Tim McGraw, the guy, the anti-gun guy who makes a living with guns and singing about guns. Uh, he is actually uh, does did a couple ser- series in there as well. Really cool stuff going on in Paramount. But over on Yellowstone, Yellowstone sit there and said, listen, how can you say, say you support you know, what is least harmful to, you, to the environment when the idea that when we do farming, we're taking out all of the ground, uh, all the ground insects, all the ground animals and the air, and also the fact that we are destroying what can be habitat for a lot of things. I'm not saying, I'm not saying stop farming. That's not what I said. But we have to take in consideration what it takes to farm and what it takes to actually ranch pigs, cows, goats, ducks, chickens. I mean, these things actually are less impactful, really, to the environment than actual farming. And the other part of it is is that one of the things that actually cures our farming woes, which would actually make farming less environmentally impactful, would it be if you actually were to grow hemp in between your crops? Corn is horribly de- uh, devastating to soil. Corn takes tons and tons and tons of nutrients out of the soil. But the one thing we don't put back in the soil is ash. But where will we get ash from, Jim? Well, when we have forest fires, when we have grass fires that are allowed to con- continue to grow, uh, uh, burn themselves out, 
a lot of the funguses, analogies, and, and things like that that grow on trees that actually kill them and on vegetation is actually quenched out by the fire. And so the trees become healthier, the plants become healthier, and the vegetation is actually nourished by the burning of those plants. And then that ash is actually all the minerals that are left over from the burning. And so the ash that's introduced back into our environment, well, that's, that's part of the process, but we don't do burning because they think, we think burning actually destroys the environment, but actually burning with the soot and with the, uh, the fire itself, this fire itself actually puts particles into the atmosphere, which then allows the atmosphere to create a better, uh, a better chance of nutrients in this air, but also to rain. And it allows us to then put those nutrients back into the soil across a larger geographic area. But why do I talk about all this? Because we don't really seem to understand what it really takes to run this planet. We don't. If I could tell you that hemp takes nuclear waste out of soil, if I could tell you that hemp takes all chemicals, known chemicals, out of the soil and transfers them into a carbon that actually is absorbable by the plants and is actually able to be reused by this earth, now think about that. So I've got a plant that is actually illegal in most states, illegal, quote-unquote, to the federal government in most ways, but it is literally what heals this planet. But we can't have that conversation because it's illegal, and we don't dare talk about things that are illegal, right? Because, ooh, that's bad. But let's, try, let's, let's continue to move on. So we talked about solar. We talked about wind. We talked about green. Well, let's talk about the bugs, there's an entire process in which, and, the, and this whole thing is leading just to an article I've got to read to you about going on vacation. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, the potato in chief, he wants to tell you about, well, what you should or shouldn't do, and anyway, it's not going to end well. But let's go to the bugs. We only got about a minute here before the commercial break. Bugs are not a good idea. Oh, once in a while, you know, get you a little cricket on a stick, you know, a little honey glaze, a little cricket on a stick or something, I get you. Okay, you want to do something funny, you want to do something weird, okay, you're in a third world country, get you a cricket on a stick. But did you know that the actual stomach lining, there's a chemical inside of most bugs that is absolutely detrimental to your health? It'll actually kill you. But they're trying to tell you that they grind up these mealworms and make them into a hamburger patty and make it taste like meat by putting all this artificial stuff in there, that somehow those bugs are sustainable. What are those bugs eating off of? How many farts are bugs putting off? I mean, I thought that's what we're trying to get rid of with the whole cattle thing. Don't eat meat. But see, the problem is, is meat's what cures you. Meat is what heals you. Meat is what takes away the cancer because sugar and processed foods are literally poison to your body. There are three major food groups, three major categories of food that we consume on a regular basis and even advertise to consume. Okay? One is alcohol. Alcohol is absolutely horrible for your body. It is not it there's you can't tell me, oh yeah, well, a glass of wine is supposed to help you with your blood pressure. Okay? Here's the thing. The alcohol in it isn't what we're we're talking that we're talking about alcohol. I'm not talking about the grapey part. I'm talking about the alcohol, okay? The the yeast farts that is created, right? That's what alcohol is. That's bad for you. Sugar. Sugar is toxic. And I hey, I love me some sugar. Don't even get me wrong here. I get why it's like our number one addicted thing, right? Like what we really put on our face a lot. But the other is is the white processed stuff. Where they've gone in and fortified it, right? This is vitamin fortified. 
And it's literally one of the things that are killing us. And guys, they will tell you on TV, they will tell you in news ads, they will tell you all this stuff that, oh, no, you do this, you do that, and you eat bugs, and you eat green, and you're going to save the planet. Do you know that those two things are destroying the planet? Did you know the wind farms are destroying the planet? Do you know that subtle farms are destroying the planet? Now, I get that we have to come up with something better, which is hydrogen and also coal fusion. I mean, I've got a buddy of mine that's been working in coal fusion, and he's done amazing stuff to where we can actually just have self-perpetuating energy stations all across the world and not have to pay for energy ever again. But we can't have that conversation because we're fighting about solar panels and wind generation. All right, guys, I've got a commercial break coming up, and I'll be right back. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. I'm your host, Jim Price. You got me here on your extended lunch hour today. Remember, on Mondays and Wednesdays, we get to do this for two hours. We're just in the beginning of our first hour. And I know I've gone down a lot of things and really just made everybody's uh, little eco-friendly hearts just, uh, just break. I get it. You guys are all these tree huggers. And you guys, man, we haven't used the word tree hugger in forever. Like, we really don't use that enough, right? Tree hugger. There's nothing wrong with hugging a tree. I don't, I mean, I'm not against that. That's not, that's not the point. The sad part of it is, is that we don't 
think of things in our life in the right way because we have been advertised to death. Do you realize that those of you that did not take that government shot, that you you withstood trillions of dollars of publications, advertising, media, government, just full-on push. Push, 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 push. Push, 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 push. You guys were getting beat up. But then you had peer pressure. And I always like, you know, as a coach, uh, you know, as a coach, and I, I was, you know, I've done a lot of different stuff. I coached for 12 years, football and wrestling both. Uh, this kid was in the kids were in the in the wrestling and football program, so I was a volunteer coach and did a football announcing and all that stuff. And anyway, we have we have been so manipulated with all the bad information that's out there. We have been so I mean, peer pressure. The amount of peer pressure was amazing. Where is your mask, sir? Sir, where, sir? Cover your nose, sir. Cover your chin. Well, my chin is not an orifice on my face that puts vi- uh, vaccine or not vaccine, but viruses into the air. And by the way, if we all got real honest with ourselves, what virus do we know that honestly is not transmitted through fluid? Oh, no, Jim. Viruses are everywhere. You just sneeze or cough, and it just floats in the air like a big fart in the wind, just waiting to kill everybody. You keep your booger hook out of your your nose and your buddy's nose, and I think you're going to be fine. But my problem is is that this is what we're talking about. We're talking about peer pressure. Even you right now, those of you that are listening, that are thinking about this, like, wow, you know, wow, well, peer pressure, I wasn't pressured into it. I wasn't pressured into it. The sad part of it is, is these people were so adamant. These were these people were so adamant about making sure that you wore something on your body, your little scarlet letter, your little star uh, armband on your sh- on your arm over your clothes, your little you know tattoo of your uh, you know mark of the beast. I mean these. We spent an entire two years listening to people who had no authority over us or you or me tell us that they're going to call the law. They're going to call the law on you because you didn't take that government chemical. Now, this is what we're doing. This is the fight we're in. We don't realize that we're fighting over stuff that does not mean anything. But we got some low-level people talking about we're going to trespass you, we're going to arrest you. We've even watched people being drug off by police officers to be then charged with the crime of what? Not doing what someone tells me to do? It's not their job to run my life. It's not their job to tell them what to put in my body or on my body or around my body. See, this is the hypocrisy of this, is when we see that the fact that we can't just be, you know, free, have freedom of the body, freedom of the mind, freedoms and liberties is really what this is all about. But let's talk about the destruction of more of your freedom. Now, this is going to get a little bit complicated because this is your potato-in-chief, the pedo-in-chief over there uh, playing in the uh, fake White House in the fake movie studio in front of the fake media questions with the fake little cue cards with the picture and the question and the answer so the individual who's up there faking it doesn't fake it wrong. 
Now, this is what your fake government is doing. Remember, guys, I'm telling you, May 17th, I want that to be the day that we broke up with our government, and we're just not going to pay. We're not playing Fed government anymore. We're going to go play freedom. I'm taking down all my Fed government uh, uh, decorations, and I'm I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to go to freedom. I put my freedom decorations up. Well, this is an article coming out of Daily Caller. It says the Biden administration's upcoming rules, rules, not laws. These have not been touched by your congressmen, by your representatives. In a constitutional republic, you have the authority. You are the authority. All all free governments are founded on their authority. There is we, we the people. Um, it says the upcoming rules <laughs> requiring stricter energy efficiency standards for mobile homes will rise costs for low-income homeowners while fall, uh, failing to meaningful limit emissions, industry experts told the Daily Caller News Foundation. Uh, the Department of Energy rules set to take effect May 31st, one year after they were finalized. Well, that's I'm, I'm glad that they decided they were going to give us a year to talk about this. But these are rules. These are not laws. These are not somehow impactful in the way that it will benefit the human being or the environment around us. Well, these are more energy efficient, Jim. That's why we're doing it. More energy efficient, more energy efficient. Do you know that the air conditioner on your house today is less efficient than it was 20 and 30 and 40 years ago? Oh, yeah, fight me on it. I dare you. How about the refrigerators that you all threw away with the big metal handles on it that can, you know, that opened up? They're like an ice chest. Do you know that those actually ran more efficiently than the, the quote-unquote Energy Star crap you use nowadays? Did you know that those old machines were actually fixable, that you could actually go into those machines and fix most of everything that's wrong with them? Oh, yeah. That's why they lasted forever and ever and ever. Now we have created obsolescence. Oh, yeah. The refrigerators and the microwaves and the dishwashers you get nowadays, they're not going to last you that 10, 20, 30 years like the old ones used to. Why? Because it's planned obsolescence. They're doing this on purpose. But this is what your potato and pedo in chief is out there doing while sniffing other people's hair and having to go through the, uh, you know, remember that whole diary thing with uh, some family member taking showers? And yeah, that's the, the same person that does that is the same person who's telling you that we need to change how. Mobile homes are actually manufactured. Uh, it says updated insulation and sealing requirements, among other energy efficient standards for mobile homes, formerly known as manufacturing, formerly known as manufactured homes, which the agency estimates could save an average consumer of one hundred and seventy seven to four hundred and seventy five dollars per year on utilities, while boosting the average manufactured home price four to five thousand dollars. Now, here's what my problem with this whole thing. We are out here tackling something that's going to affect the, the uh, elderly and the poor the most, okay? But we can't get rid of food tax. We can't get rid of property tax. We can't get rid of energy tax. We can't get rid of the taxes that affect the poor and the elderly the most. But we're going to go out there and make sure that they got a little extra cocking and a little extra, a little extra insulation, and all the problem is, is that because we're gonna, have, they're gonna have to go in and qu- and quantify how they're able to do this extra insulation, this extra work, and then retur- report that back into the government. And it's gonna cost more money, which then goes down to the consumer, and it does not affect anything. The sad part of it is, I as a builder, as a, I had my contractor's license, general contractor's license, I got that in 1999. So that means I had mine for a day or two. And I'm gonna tell you right now, some of the dumbest things that we do in construction is what, because we always do it that way. And the sad part of it is is that we have technologies that are actually very amazing out there. 
You know, I, I, spray foam, why do we use batted insulation when we have spray foam, which is a far superior sealing and insulating product that could literally change how we operate our homes? But we don't even know to do that. We don't even know to talk about that. We don't even know that diesel fuel needs sulfur in it to make it hyper-lubricant and actually more energy efficient so you don't have to tear down diesel motors anymore. We can't have that conversation because the government, the government took sulfur out because one study – one study said that there may have been thinning of bluebird eggs because of the sulfur content in diesel fuel. Now, if you think I'm lying, I'm, guys, this is the reality of the world you live in with the government that you are working with that you pay for with your money every single day. These people are making stupid decisions to take sulfur out of diesel fuel, which was the lubricant that made them go a million miles before a rebuild. Now they can maybe go two or 300,000 miles before they need to rebuild. So that means you're rebuilding that motor and that engine, and that truck is offline two to three times more than it used to be. But we can't have that conversation because, again, we've got to love the planet. We've got to make sure we're not hurting anybody's feelings. But we're going to do this to the poor and the needy, the elderly? Come on, folks. All right, guys, we've got a commercial break coming up at the bottom of the hour. I'm your host of the Dark Delight Show, Jim Price. We'll be right back. Oh, well, I told my mama on the day I was born, don't you cry when you see I'm gone. You know there ain't no woman gonna settle me down. I just gotta be traveling on. I'm singing. Green, green, they say, on the far side of the Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, welcome back to Dark Delight Show. I'm your host, Jim Price, here on Monday. Thank you guys so much for being here. And I know that I'm griping, right? I'm griping about this stuff. But, guys, it takes about zero seconds to look up any of this and actually start talking to people who work within the industry. Okay, let's do this. Let me do that. Let me give you an example. When was the last time you were rolling down an asphalt temporary paving road and you thought, my government is taking care of me in ways I cannot imagine? All these cracks and bumps and potholes and whoop-de-doos and, and uh, uh, truck grooves that get put into the asphalt. Boy, these are – my government is killing it. Obviously, we're using the best practices with my money, using the most efficient, you know, best value of dollar, Right. And the sad part of this is, is that I can sit here and disprove that statement. You can disprove it just driving down your own road. When was the last time you looked at the curb and gutter system or the last time you looked at a, a stoplight that sits there and makes you sit there for three minutes but there's no other traffic anywhere else? Where these supposed to, things are supposed to be synchronized with cameras to see that if there's anybody else, you know, nobody in the other direction is going to make sure this direction is still flowing. See, guys, we, we do not have the best of the best in government. Honestly, we have the worst of the worst in government because anybody that is bothered to be able to allow to get into that, especially in the political arena, the allowed part, either they have to be very super popular pushing back against the establishment so they can get in there or they're an establishment player because they don't have a mind to themselves. They don't have the ability to be a leader in themselves. That's why everybody hated Trump. Because Trump tends to be a leader. He tends to tend to be – he's not a guy who follows around. 
But let's talk about this as we, we talk about leadership, right? We're talking about people who, whose turn is it? Oh, Joe, it's your turn. Well, Aunt Hillary didn't get, so Uncle Joe's going to be in there next. And this is how democracy works. Again, guys, democracy is the bud light of politics. Even, even communism doesn't like, doesn't like democracy. You got to realize that, you know, the whole thing of communism, democracy is kind of just the, it's just the, just putting your toe in the water. And it really isn't what socialism or what communism really is. It's just the beginning of it. And as we go through these times, we know that the dollar is getting ready to fail. Let's talk about where the people that are supposedly the ones that are in the know. Supposedly the people that are in the know are uh, this article. Let's just read this here. This is actually from Reuters. So it says, uh, Joe and the House Representative Kevin uh, are to meet over the debt ceiling on Monday. Well, that's today, just 10 days before the Treasury expects to start running out of money and what would be an unprecedented default uh, upending the global economy. Go away, federal government. We don't want you. We don't need you. You're not doing us any good. And this whole thing that Kevin McCarthy's like, yeah, I'll, I'll raise the debt ceiling, but we got to cut costs by 22%. Going back to such and such date of, of spending. Okay, well, I, 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 that's a first step, but how about this? How about you just live within the means of which we give it to you? How about you cut, start cutting back three-letter agencies that are absolutely destroying this country? Tell me what benefit is it that the FBI li- exists in this world? I mean, seriously, all they're doing is coming around destroying American lives. They're not going after the bad guys anymore. They're coming after People who want freedom and liberty. They're coming after Catholics who talk about freedom. They're coming about coming after pro-lifers. They're coming after all these guys. Well, let's talk about the debt ceiling some more. Let's talk about this because this is an important topic. Staff members from both sides uh, convened at McCarthy's office in the Capitol on Sunday evening to talk about the latest in a two-and-a-half-hour meeting. Mm, okay, so they got together and had a meeting. Um, a failure to lift the debt ceiling would trigger a default that would shake financial markets and drive interest rates even higher. Uh, I don't care. Do it. I know, guys, I know I'm sounding very, very, I'm very optimistic about the destruction of our dollar, but I'm tired of playing this game. We know the dollar's dead. We know it's a fiat currency. There's no, you can't pay off fiat currency with fiat currency. It doesn't make sense. It's a made-up debt. And we're going to make up money to pay off the made-up debt because the money never existed to begin with. There is no tangible asset that this is tied to. All it is is, all it is is, uh, I know English is my first language. I was a public school kid, so that's your guys' fault. Um, (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Let's go on with the article. Uh, Biden returned to Washington after cutting his Asia trip short. Wow. Thanks for getting back to work, Joe. Thanks for coming off your vacay over there in Japan, walking around, stumbling, doing all your dirt to dirt around. Uh, let's see. He cut it short, and uh, he's worried about this debt crisis. He really is. When the U.S. Treasury Department has warned the federal government could be unable to pay its bills, the, the deadline the U.S. Treasury from Janet Yellen affirmed on Sunday, Republicans are pushing for a sharp spending cuts. Yeah, okay. But they're not going to do it. Just like they didn't get rid of the IRS when they said they were going to back when McCarthy was getting voted in to be the Speaker of the House. You know, none of that happened like they said they were. It wasn't going to be in this. It wasn't going to be in that. Democrats, uh, see, so let's go on. Uh, let's see. In exchange for 
backing an increase for the government's self-imposed borrowing limit that would cost the uh, cover the cost of lawmakers' previous approved spending and cut tax cuts. By the way, listen to this. Okay, this is they're wanting to increase the debt ceiling because of the previous spending from last year. See, we set into budget all these things to go up to October of this year. Well, we said we're going to spend uh, billions and trillions of dollars, and then we didn't have it in the bank. And then we said, hey, by the way, you know, Department of Defense, Homeland Security, whatever it is, you guys get this much, you get that much. But we didn't have the money in the bank, and we knew it, and we knew it. We set out this budget through Nancy Pelosi, through this omnibus bill, and we did not have the money to cover it. And that's why we are where we are. I told you guys, every six months, I've told this guys before, every six months we have this problem. So what we're going to have is we're going to shut the government down. Man, we ain't got no good. You know, we're going to shut the government down. We're out of money. All right, bye. Do it. I bet you we won't miss it, folks. I bet you... I bet you they'll tell you you miss them. I bet you they'll say you're going to miss us. I bet you they say there's all kinds of reasons why we ain't going to, oh, man, we can't have it. We got, we're got we going to miss old Fed Reserve. We'll miss that guy. Boy, I wish he's around more often. I don't think so. But this is the problem. And, then, and what's going to happen is, that, you know, November, December, come around Thanksgiving time, we're going to start hearing about, oh, we got to do the spending bill. we got to set together the budget for next year. we got to do all this. And we're going to go through the same old junk all over again about six months because that's what we do. Every six months we fight about the ceiling. We're going to shut the government down. And everybody's still going to get a paycheck, but they're just going to go home and nothing gets done. Will we really miss them? I'm telling you guys, give them a year severance and say, well, kick rocks. Bye. See ya. I miss you. Uh, not really. I mean, it's over, guys. Let them go. Let it go. I'm asking you. I'm asking you as one of the participants in this whole thing here. Can you just let the government go? Can you just go live your life without looking around for Uncle Sam to tell you what to do, what jumpsuit to wear today? How about we do that? How about we don't do any more fresh rounds of uh, raising the debt ceiling? Say you can only be percentages of GDP, is which is the and the guy. By the way, guys, GDP you can be a percentage of GDP, but the only money they can receive is what they get in tariffs. So when you have tariffs, then you get paid federal government, and that's how it works. And then that you know if we don't uh, if we, if you don't have t- tariff money, and we don't give you any money, sorry. Cut something out. Make it work. Sorry your luck. But that's how we ran this government for years, hundreds of years. Hundreds, hundreds of years. Hundreds. We did it more than a day. We know it's possible. We know we can pull this off. But the problem is this is all ties into the Rockefellers. This ties into the, the Jekyll Island in Georgia. This talks about this is this is all ties into that. And these people over here playing politics with you are like, well, you know, we're going to try real hard for you people. You are? How, how are you doing that? Well, we're going to not spend money after we spend a bunch of money. Okay, sounds good. Just let me spend this little bit more money here. I'm just going to just a little bit more money here. Just don't notice what I'm doing. And then we're going to raise rates because raising interest rates on you guys is what fixes the economy. That's, that's what makes the economy better. 
As soon as we raise the rates on you guys, we'll have this all fixed, and we're going to be just fine. That's not how that works. You think about that. But this is the problem where we all believe that this is how government should be. They should be asking us for permission. They should be asking us what we really are doing. And the problem is, is that we that we know they're not going to come to us and ask us our opinion because the voting systems that we know are broken, and they know it. So what are we going to do? Waste time to go put together a vote so they can just make the decision for us anyway? I don't think there's as many liberals out there as, as they try to make us out make make us think. I don't think there's as many crazy people out there that want to destroy this economy than they make us think. I think we have a lot more to stand up for, and I think we are on better ground, and I think we have a better message. But we have to be able to stand up and articulate that. By the way, guys, that sulfur diesel uh, requirement started in 2007. It's been going on for a day or two. All right, guys, I'm uh, I'm your host of the Dr. Light Show. We'll be right back. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. I'm your host, Jim Price here. Thank you guys so much for hanging around. And, you know, uh, hmm. The, you remember that guy? You remember that guy? There was a guy that, uh, that used to work for the Biden administration, and his name is Sam Brighton. Uh, he's the ex 
He's the ex-nuclear official. Sam Brighton arrested in third luggage theft case. And the sad part of it is, is his mug his mugshot makes him look like Lex Luthor from, and I know that's giving him some credit here, some street cred, but I think he looks like Lu- Lex Luthor, the Superman villain with a shaved head. And it, anyway, it's, it's it's uncanny how this guy looks. That he is the uh, he's the he's the face of luggage. <laughs> <laughs> thievery, th- thavery, thievery. Uh, see, former Biden administration nuclear waste official Sam Brighton was arrested on Wednesday in connection with a luggage theft incident at the Reagan National Airport in Arlington, Virginia. Now, this seems to be this guy's. He likes that airport. He really. I mean, he must. There must be like a somebody has a good sandwich or something there. He's always at the airport in uh, Arlington. It says uh, Metropolitan and Washington Airport Authority. Police uh, executed a search warrant on May 17th, last Wednesday, uh, Montgomery County, Montgomery County, Maryland, in connection with allegations of stolen property and luggage from Reagan National Airport. This was brought to the department's attention in February of 2023. Uh, let's see. It says here. Uh, let's see. Uh, the theft incident at Reagan National Airport comes after Brighton was charged with stealing a passenger luggage at Harry Reid International Airport in Las Vegas. Oh, excuse me. That w- there was the one in Las Vegas. So I guess it, that wasn't his favorite one. It's it's been he's he's a uh, he's an equal opportunity offender. He does not discriminate against one airport over the other. So he's been he has uh, Vegas, looks like uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul, and um, and then D.C. So or Reagan National. Uh, he was the master. He had a master of science degree and was appointed a deputy assistant to secretary of the Office of National. Uh, that was easy for you to say, Jim. He uh, was appointed to deputy assistant secretary for the Office of Nuclear Energy. This position entailed management spent uh, managing spent nuclear fuel. So that's awesome. And uh, he was making about one hundred seventy-eight thousand dollars a year. Oops. Who would have known? But anyway, that's uh, this is just this doesn't go down well. Why is it this is a thing that we have people like this that that literally were in your government? Uh, he's the he's the villain to Superman. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, did you guys see this one here? The, the FBI got caught in yet more massive, outrageous FISA abuses. You guys, remember FISA? We didn't know what a FISA warrant was. This is this this whole thing where. FBI agents or certain quote-unquote law enforcement within the government agencies, the three-letter agencies, would go and say, Hey, Judge, I think this person's a bad person. I want to be able to go and spy on them. I think I got all this evidence. Well, this all started with Trump. Remember in 2016, we didn't know what a FISA court was. We didn't really get all that. Well, here it goes. It says, uh, For each American, the FISA court permitted the FBI to target... For, for each American, the FISA court permitted the FBI to target uh, and surveil a 1,000 additional Americans. The court revealed ruling signaling uh, signals that the FBI presumed any American suspected of supporting the January 6, 2021 protesters, uh, that's, that's who they got to target. So think about that. So FISA warrants went out for all you people out there who decided that January 6 was a uh, was a setup by the three letter agencies. Um, FISA was enacted in 1978 to c- uh, curb the rampant illegal pol- political spying uh, exposed during the Nixon administration. So, in other words, 
this is a this is a leftover from them when we had the whole problem with uh, the Watergate thing. Federal judge, federal judges disagree in results uh, and the results from the 2008 FISA reform. Let's see, uh, reform that authorized the feds to continue commandeering vast amounts of data. But Section 702 of that law, the FBI was permitted to conduct warrantless searches uh, of that stash for Americans' data only to seek foreign intelligence information or evidence of crime. So I know this is chopped up a little bit, and I'm, I'm not, I didn't write the article. I'm just reading it. The heavy redacted 2002 uh, opinion f- finally released February uh, on Friday revealed the FBI conducted 278,000 Almost three hundred thousand improper searches of Americans from two, or some two, twenty thousand twenty to from twenty thousand twenty twenty one. So twenty to twenty one. Incredibly, the bureau conducted roughly. <laughs> wow. Okay, folks. I don't know how this is. This is like we're not in the streets over this one. Incredibly, the bureau conducted roughly three point four million warrantless searches on Americans. And 2021 alone, 3.4 million warrantless searches was conducted. Now, that's a lot. I, I don't, guys, okay, are we really that, are Americans really that bad? I mean, seriously, think about this for a second. We have an FBI, FBI. They show up in the dark blue, the, the navy blue vinyl jackets that they got from the 70s closet, and it says FBI. B.I. on the back. And that's not female body inspector. That is the Federal Bureau of Investigation. And this is something where these people get paid quite a bit of money. And the FBI, and there's NSA, CIA, you know, Homeland Security, the whole thing. There's all these other agencies out there doing very identical stuff. But we're going to pick on the FBI because we can. These, they spent, they, they, they did illegal. Okay, guys, okay, just because it says, Warrantless searches. These are absolutely factually lawless, warrantless searches. This is lawlessness. In your constitution, it refers to this. It talks about searches. It talks about illegal searches and seizures. Why? Because we know that during the time that we decided to tell the only world power at the time, the English You know, we said, hey, we got this. Bye. We're out. And the sad part of this is, is we knew what it was like to be searched. We knew what it was like to have your house raided and things taken from you for with no cause. They understood that because the king's men were allowed to walk into any 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 establishment in America, in the colonies, and take anything or anybody they wanted for any reason to do anything they wanted to them. Listen to my words. We understood what warrantless searches were about because the military, the military personnel, the, the people appointed by the crown could walk into any building, church, business, it didn't matter, home. They could take your daughter, they could take your wife, they could take your mother, they could take you, they could take your kids for any reason they see fit. And that is any, A-N-Y, with all big letters. So we understood this from the very beginning, and that's why it's in the Constitution. But this happened 3.4 million times. 3.4 million Americans were looked at illegally. Where are our reparations? Where is our criminal damage? Where is our privacy restored? 
How do we know that this has not been then used and pushed in other ways that we'll find out later that it's going to be used against us in some type of database or some type of collection of data when they decide to start rounding us up just like old Governor DeSantis in Florida Oh, yeah, the very first year of the pandemic signed into law that says that they can bring you into concentration camps under an emergency act, a health emergency act of any kind, of any kind. Yeah, that's old Governor DeSantis that everybody keeps touting. Going, oh, Mr. Freedom, Mr. Oh, we're so free in Florida. Are you? Really? Really? You're not. But 3.4 million Americans who are not receiving reparations, who are not receiving a letter from their government saying, sorry, this is what we did. This is what we looked at. This is how we did it. This is the transparency where we're doing this. And by the way, we owe you. We owe you. Yeah, we overstepped. Because see, remember, remember this. This is, this, is Brownstone's, this is Brownstone's observation of the Constitution of the United States. And this is what Stalin, even himself, in his own words, backed up. I would rather let nine criminals go than to offend one American. That's the way the Constitution of America is actually written. To offend any one American, I'd rather let nine criminals go. But we're not talking that way, are we? We're being abused and used by our own FBI. 3.4 million of us, 3.4 million Americans lost their privacy. All right, guys, we have an additional hour of the Dark Delight Show coming up here in just a few minutes. I'm your host, Jim Price. We'll be right back. There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right, welcome back to your second hour of the Dark Delight Show here on Mondays and Wednesdays. Thank you guys so much for being here. I'm your host, Jim Price. Guys, uh, this is is the world you're living in where we're continuing to see the government that you pay for. Guys, I want you guys to take ownership of this. And and I know you're like, why didn't it It ain't me, man? I ain't got no dog in the fight. It ain't me. I'm not trying to put more, I'm not trying to put more regulations on, you know, mobile homes. I'm not, that's not me. All political powers inherent in the people, and all free governments are founded on their authority. I don't know who you think you are, but you are the government. We are the people. All free governments are founded on their authority. We are the there. We that there is the we the people. We are the answer. But let me uh, let me point out something else to you guys. Remember that whole fifteen minute city thing that everybody's like, "Oh, it'll never happen to me. That's not going to happen here. That's not what. That's not real." Um, <clears throat> yeah. Well, it's coming. And this whole social credit score, we already have social credit score anyway. It's called your credit score. How do we all forget what credit score really was? You know, the more accurate your credit is on your credit score, the higher your numbers are capable of going. So it's not really so much about where you've moved or where you've been or this or that. It's really about how accurate it is according to their records. So it's kind of like turning your taxes into the IRS. You fill out this form the best of your ability, and you and you 
hold, close your eyes and hold your breath and you send it off to the mailbox hoping that you hit the target, right? Hoping that you just – they're not going to push back on you. They're not going to redo the numbers. You know, They're going to come out and go, oh, you were wrong. We have this other information other than what you have and you owe us. You owe us so many zeros and so many penalty money. It's just unbelievable. You're such a bad, bad person. Well, this is the same thing that they're doing to us now. We have a government that is so abusive and so elusive and such such liars. I mean, these people are absolute breathtaking liars. Like in ways I can't even – I don't know how to describe it to you. They have literally just lied to you, and you guys have been willing to accept it. But this is your government. I don't care if you've if you think you've never paid a dime in federal income tax on your little thing, that's fine. But remember, it's all imagined. It's whatever they imagine that you've done wrong, whatever they imagine that you you should this or that, whatever it is. But your government. Is going to put you into a fifteen-minute city. They're going to give you a social credit score. I mean, that's what that's what you know. You, you guys don't think fa- Facebook is keeping record of your little violations on Facebook when you ran your mouth a little too much about freedom and liberty. You know, your shadow banning, your ghosting, your blacklisting the, on Twitter. Oh, they already have all that. The federal government already has your list. Has you? Remember, they're looking into you. Remember the millions and millions of Americans that have been looked into accidentally accidentally this was an accident but here's an article from uh, naturalnews.com facial recognition program to be rolled out in wait for it wait 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 i'll just give this roll out in major u.s airports increasing biometric surveillance of americans now facial recognition programs to be rolled out this has already been rolled out let me give you something about the TSA. And by the way, it's 16 American fam- uh, airports, so I, just, I was holding that on you. You know when they well, – you know when you're in the TSA line, when you're going into county jail? By the way, guys, the exact same process for you to get onto an airplane in America is the exact same process you go through to go to county jail. And if you guys think I'm lying to you, then talk to somebody. Okay. It's the exact same process. Take your shoes off, your belt off, take everything out of your pockets, put everything in this tray, and then hold, oh, and then give us your driver's license. And here's the thing. When you go to TSA, when you walk up to that person, like, I need to see your, your driver's license and you know, you know, your plane ticket. It used to be the plane ticket, too. Well, what they do is when they hold the driver's license up next to your face – it's because the camera is taking a picture of your driver's license and also of your face without a hat on, without a coat on. Okay, that's why they do this. Get your hat off so we can see your pretty little face. Let me hold the driver's license up next to your face so I have a current shot of your face plus your driver's license plus the photo that's in there and then where you were at that location and where you're going from that location. Oh, this is all trackable, guys. This is what they do. And then when you get all your stuff in the little tray and you put it in the little conveyor belt and then they x-ray it all because there might be something in there that's going to kill us all. We're all going to die. And then they put you that little x-ray machine, the one that you've all complied to because you got to go through the county jail process to be able to give up all your, your, your rights. They're searching you. They are searching you. They are searching you. Hello? They are searching you when you go into the airport. 
Did you consent to that? Or are you just doing it? Oh, because you want to get on your plane to just go do what it is you want to do as an American. Well, how dare you? How dare you let people walk clear up to the gate as the people leave or arrive? How dare you make an airport a fun experience? No. Hurry up and drop them off at the curb. Hurry up. Get out of here. Get out of here. Come on. Run, run. Go, 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 go. Come on, Grandma. Get out. I don't care about your walker. Get off. I got to get this truck out of the way. I got to move. I got to go move. I got to go. I got to go. Because airports are that way now. That's what airports are. They're little prisons. Because as soon as you hit that curb, you got to be a passenger. You can't just be wildly walking around the airport. Because I got security. Security. 15 recognition programs will be rolled. I'm sorry. Facial recognition programs will be rolled out in 16 major U.S. airports. This will end well. The Transportation Safety Administration is rolling out a new facial recognition program in 16 airports across America, increasing the government's biometric surveillance of Americans. These airports include Baltimore, Washington International, uh, Marshall Reagan National, uh, see Washington, Atlanta, Boston, Dallas, Denver, Detroit, Gulfport, Biloxi, uh, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, Miami, Orlando, Phoenix, Salt Lake City, and San Jose. Uh, they all seem a um, they all seem like the major hubs. So this is where the most traffic goes through the airport. So where are they going to do the most surveilling at the most busiest? So they just took the top sixteen and said, "All right, do it." And so here we go. The new biometrics uh, surveillance program will include uh, newly installed kiosks, equipment with cameras. When a passenger approaches the kiosk, he, she, oh, I thought we weren't supposed to do he, she anymore. I thought it was like his, whiz, this, piz or something. Okay. Just insert their government ID. Wow. Where's your papers? Show me your papers. Um, to the designated slot. Then the passenger must hold their face still. Look into a camera while facial recognition technology scans their face to match their biometrics with their ID. <laughs> Do you see how they're renewing that over and over and over and over again? Every time they see you next to your driver's license, they got a brand new you and a brand new driver's license. Right now, oh, look, that's me. Hi. After the person's face is scanned and approved, the TSA agent signs off on the screening without having a manual check, uh, having to manually check the person's ID. Exactly what I just said they're doing. According to the TSA, the program is intended to speed up the check-in process for 3.4 million people daily and verify people's identity with the utmost of accuracy. Why do we need to know who everybody is and what everybody's done so bad? Why are we are, – do we really need to know all this stuff? I mean you're an American. I'm American. America. Where, did we sign up for this? Was there, did we have a meeting that I don't know about that I'm like, you know what? I just need to know who everybody is. I need the government to spend so much money just data collecting and tracking every single individual and every single movement of that individual's life. I, I need that. Did you guys sign up for this with your federal government? What, does it, was there something you voted on that I was asleep for? What we're trying to do with this is aid the officials and actually to, to actually determine that you are who you are this is this person's exact statement jason lim uh <laughs> this this is making it so that we do we need to do we need to know i mean i'm in america why do i need to be known like if i'm in here then why do i need to be tracked so bad i mean seriously why do i need to be like tracked 
tracked, like hunted down. I know exactly where I'm at. The pilot program is voluntary, and passengers may opt out of the biometric screening. Well, thanks, government. Thanks for making it voluntary with all of your cameras and all of your facial recognition programs and all of your cell phone tracking and all of my app looking at you do. Thank you for keeping me safe. However, the TSA could uh, discriminate against individuals who prioritize their privacy. Didn't see that coming. <laughs> uh, intrusive facial recognition pro- uh, of the uh, see, let's see what individual TSA agents could re. Um, retaliate against passengers who want to opt opt out of the intrusive facial recognition procedure. So TSA agent gets to decide whether... So you may say you don't want to. And the TSA says, Oh, bro, do it. It's the law. Or you shall not fly on your airplane. Your airplane ride shall never happen. Where's your papers? These passengers could be viewed as suspicious. (laughs) Well... Yeah, let's see. I want privacy. You sure are suspicious, sir. See how this goes, guys? All right, we've got a commercial break coming up on WYSL. Be right back. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. 
All right, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. I'm your host, Jim Price, here. Thank you guys so much for the extended lunch hour, WYSL. Guys, as we continue through this craziness, well, you want to hear some more crazy? By, by the way, that whole facial recognition thing, it doesn't end well. I, I'm going to let you know, guys, that, these, that the idea that you're suspicious because you don't want people you know, taking pictures of you, you know, through the government, I mean, that makes you suspicious? See, this is exactly why the Constitution limits the dang government. No, seriously, you guys, we got a situation where our government is going into, like, literally, like, 24-7, knowing where your body is. They already do that with your cell phones. They've already done it with your medical. They do it with your vehicles. They do it, they're doing it with, you know, with your PlayStation, your Wii, your, your you know, I, your, your uh, Xbox. I mean, they, these... It's amazing how much surveillance we're actually under at all given times. It, 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 guys, this is your country. We are absolutely finding ourselves in some perilous times right now. Uh, guys, if you guys have been looking at doing any silver or gold purchasing, I have been looking at the, the way silver is right now. Silver's come down a little bit. Um, it's down to basically just under $4 or $24. And uh, it's, I tell you guys, we are looking at some really cool stuff going on with silver here in the future. But anyway, silver's just on, just a little bit. I mean, we're talking 40 cents down. It's not like a bunch. But anyway, let's solve this mystery. This is kind of like that Scooby Doo mystery, like, oh, uh, you know, who's under the mask? Uh, where is Zelensky? Ukrainian camp- commander in chief is missing. Hasn't been seen in weeks. Russian sources suggest he may have been injured in bombardment. Bombardment. Uh, Kiev, without its main general, ahead of hyped counteroffensive. Guys, the whole thing, the idea that we're even in Ukraine at all, the Gazarian Mafia, the stuff that's really going on in that country, If you, I've told you guys, I've said this to you before, Watch The Matrix and Wag the Dog back-to-back. Watch those two movies, The Matrix and Wag the Dog. I don't care which one you watch first or last, but spend three hours of your life doing that and and see what you think about what's going on in, Korea, in Kiev uh, or even in Ukraine itself. The sad part of it is, is that when I looked up the Oliver Stone movie, Burning U- uh, Ukraine, I did not realize how accurate it really was. It's about 80 to 90% accurate. There's some parts in there that a little bit, you know, they they it was shined up a little bit to make sure that the you know that uh, Obama doesn't look as bad as he should. But the sad part of it is, it's very it's it's pretty accurate. It goes back through how they created the coups and different things like that. A big mystery is unfolding right now in the Ukraine war. Where is Zelensky? Uh, this is rumors started in Russia Telegram channels. But by the way, do you guys know Telegram? That whole messaging board is actually is that's actually Twitter. The, one of the one of the CEOs or not CEOs one of the uh, senior vice presidents or whatever it was for Twitter actually broke away uh, Telegram. Telegram was actually part of Twitter. That was all part of the same thing. They still do censoring. They still do monitoring over there. It's all it's all the Xerox copy of what used to go on in Twitter. General Zelensky was seriously wounded uh, in early May during a missile attack on the headquarters of the armed forces of Ukraine near. Uh, we're going to, I don't know what that is, Pavlograd, Pavlograd region, several, um, 
severe surgical operations, several severe surgical operations were carried out, uh, after which he survived. He was definitely not, uh, would not be able to, to uh, manage the army. The Western ma- masters forbid the Ukraine clowns to talk about this. This is in the article. Who's, who wrote this? Paul Seren, uh This is out of the Gateway Pundit. Uh, the Western masters forbid the Ukraine clowns to talk about this. So this, uh, so that would not affect the morale of the Ukrainian soldiers before the offensive. Oh, they're talking about this new thing where they're going to really go out and they're really going to take care of Russia this time. They're really, really, really going to do it. But the sad part of this is, is that we're there's a there's we we've already seen. Okay, remember in the New York Post article, I talked to you guys about February what was it February twentieth when supposedly the potato in chief did a flew over to Europe, did a gas stop, jumped jumped over to Ukraine, then rode a nineteen fifties rail car for three hours across worn torn Ukraine. Your your potato in chief, your potato in chief, yeah, that's what he did. Guys, this is February 20th when it was snowing and cloud-covered in Ukraine. The entire country was socked in, snow, cloud-covered, 32 degrees. Remember I've talked about this February 20th when your pedo chief went over there for three hours on a – rode a, rain, a, a, tra- a train car for three hours in war-torn Ukraine, supposedly the most powerful man on earth, right? This is what he does. And then he meets the Ukrainian president there under blue skies – and sunshiny and all this other stuff and high water pants and pulled up in a white forerunner. Yeah, white Toyota forerunner is what your quote unquote president pulled up to the capital, Kiev. See, guys, there's too much of this. It doesn't make sense. But in that same video, you go to the New York Post, put Biden uh, Ukraine visit, New York Post, Biden Ukraine visit. You can see the, the little video there. It's got a ton of music over the top of this video. But you can watch the video, and you can see where the white Toyota forerunner pulls up. You can see the quote-unquote secret service who are walking around in jeans and a and jacket like they're going to the slopes or something, like they're going to go out partying in Breckenridge on you know Friday night. They don't look like they're protecting anybody. I mean, this – and then in the video, at the bottom of the staircases, you see Biden and Zelensky walking up the staircase. You can see Zelensky's body double at the bottom of the staircase. The exact same clothes, the exact same haircut. But the problem is is that this guy's gotten injured. Now what are they going to do for their darling? They're going to have to put another one in there going to, to dump another actor in? No different than what we're dealing with with ours? I mean, the, how many paid actors are – I mean, when's the whistleblower going to come out on it? Hey, I played Biden or I played Zelensky or I played Hillary. When are we going to get the whistleblowers on all that? And the sad part of it is we know that a lot of our whistleblowers that – remember the whole thing of the whistleblower with the call to Ukraine? You know, oh, Vindman, you know, the Colonel Vindman, he's the he's the patriot. You're, he's a patriot, sir. Thank you so much for standing up and telling us about this, this Ukrainian call where there's a prid pro quo, and then there was no prid pro quo. Remember that? Well, remember the Democrats said that we, we need to protect this – we need to protect this witness. This witness needs protection. I mean, he's 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 up against he's up against Trump, and Trump will kill him. No, no, he won't. Trump's not going to killery you. Killery is going to killery you. So this guy goes out there. Remember, he had to have all these protections, and oh, we just don't know if it's safe to expose who he is. 
Well, the sad part of it is, is a lot of the whistleblowers are coming out talking about the fact that they will destroy your life if you if you go against the machine, if you go against the establishment. That's the right and left wing of the same bird, the establishment. If you say anything against the establishment, you need to say anything against the new world order. They're going to destroy you. They did it to me, guys. That's how I got to. That's why I got to be, go go to the radio. Because I lost my career. I lost my ability to make money. They, they took everything away. When you go against the machine, they will come up with imaginary charges. They will come up with imaginary stories, and they will destroy you. They will destroy you. They'll make it to where you can't defend yourself. You don't have any money. You don't have any friends. And you don't have any drive because they just wear you down and wear you down and wear you down. I lived it. The destruction of my life continued and it's still there's still things out there they're trying to do today. Even today, they're still doing stuff. From 2016, they're still messing with me today. But we can't get all these whistleblowers to come out like we really want them to. Maybe some of these paid actors that we keep seeing, could they come out and whistleblow? But the problem is, is that they're so tied in that machine, the machine will go after them. They'll destroy them or they'll kill them. They'll just kill you. And I know this is a conversation that we all think is ridiculous, but... It's easier to kill you than deal with you. I mean, these people would rather just kill you. Now, Jim, you're being very, you're being very scary. I mean, you're scaring me and my doggy and everything's scary. <sighs> well, then take your government back. Take it back. Take back. Take back that government that you say is yours. Take back the 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 part that says. You know, I am in charge, and I am the one, and, you know, all that stuff. Just do it. Do it. I I just dare you. I double dog dare you. Um, This is kind of crazy in a lot of ways that we don't want to participate in our own, own, uh, what do you want to call it, our own government? Um, I want to look this up, Pedia, right there. I wanted to look up your guys' constitution because I wanted to be able to go down through this. I wanted to talk about your Bill of Rights because you, you guys, you guys, have all this power. And uh, let's see here. Let's see. Trial by jury. Oh, this is the one where we, we talk about how, you know, searches and seizures. We don't want to worry about that. That's your Second Amendment. How about this one? The we, okay, the free exercise. This is your guys, this is the New York Constitution Bill of Rights. The free exercise and enjoyment of religious profession and worship without discrimination or preference shall forever be allowed in this state to all mankind. We'll talk about that Constitution Bill of Rights here in just a couple minutes right after this break. We'll be right back. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. <laughs> All right. All right. Welcome back, everybody. I'm your host, uh, Jim Price on the Dark Delight Show. Thank you guys so much for being here. Uh, we were just leaving the conversation there at the bottom of the hour that we're talking about your guys' constitutional rights. And we, we and I use these, me and Josh use these terms, 
you know, quite a bit, and we say, you know, it, this, you know, know your constitution, know this, know that, and and here's the thing, we're gonna, I'm gonna follow up with a little bit of education. You guys have got, I mean, New York's got a great constitution, so why don't wait? Why don't you guys use it? I mean, let's go with this. Uh, rights, privileges, franchise, secure power of legislation to dispense. So this is section one. No member of this state shall be disenfranchised or deprived of any of the rights or privileges secured to any citizen thereof unless by the law of the land or the judgment of his or her peers. Oops, his or her. Ooh, you guys got to change that, right? Because we can't identify as, uh, you know, whatever that is. Uh, let's see here. It says uh, his or her peers, except that the legislation may provide that there shall be no primary election held to nominate candidates for public office or to elect persons to parties positions for any political party. So they're, they're talking about that's politics, right? I, I want to do the jury one. Let's go do this one real quick. Uh, trial by jury in all cases which it has there uh, heretofore been guaranteed by the Constitution provision shall remain invalid uh, and to invalidate forever. So in other words, guys, you guys are guaranteed these things. Use them. I want to do the bail one, though. There was one down here about bail. Oh, here it is, bail. Excessive bail shall not be required, nor excessive fines imposed, nor shall cruel or unusual punishment be inflicted, nor shall witnesses be unreasonably detained. So you guys have got all uh, this. Oh, I know what it was. It was the it was the uh, it was the uh, getting your money back right wait 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 where's that at where's that at this was really cool no person shall be held accountable punishment uh, oh private property shall not be taken from for public use without just compensation now section seven talks about why the FBI going into your business is illegal. Private property, that's your, that's your personal private information that should not be accessible to anybody unless you give them permission. Private property shall not be taken for public use without just compensation. Your constitution says, your constitution says that your property cannot be used for public use. Now, the FBI is the public. That's the government. That's them. That is, they're in the public. You are in the private. You are a private individual. If your private property has been misused, if they have searched in your and in, and found you whatever this they're using your private information and you shall be compensated. I wanted to make sure and get that one out there. This is absolutely oh, this is another one. Private roads may be open in the manner to be prescribed by law, but in every uh, case the ne- uh, the necessity of the road and the amount of all damages to be sustained by the opening thereof shall be first determined by a jury of freeholders, and uh, such amount together, be ex- uh, the expenses of proceedings shall be paid to the person to be benefited. So if they go in, they put a road on your property, they do whatever, it says you get to get, you get, to get compensated. This is okay. But your private property is not just property as in like a title, not because where you, where you park your truck, not where you have your business, but that is all of your property. You, you are your property. You belong to you. And I just wish that we would use these our Constitution in a way that actually makes us more powerful. But we don't even use it. And I'm trying to go through here and cherry-pick a few things, but I just want you guys to understand, your guys' Constitution is pretty amazing. And why aren't you using it? Why aren't you using this to make sure that you keep your freedoms and you're limiting the government? Every citizen may freely speak, write, publish his or her sediments on all subjects 
being responsible for the abuse of that right. And no law shall be passed to restrain or abridge the liberty of speech or of the press. In all criminal prosecutions or indictments of, uh, for libels, the truth must be given in evidence to the jury. See, my problem is, is that we have this, we've really lost our way on the idea of what is actual truth, what is absolute liable, what is it that people should pay for. When we don't even hold our own government accountable, we want to hold each other accountable to a different set of rules. I don't think that's how that works. We ought to we ought to be able to say, listen, here's my Bill of Rights. I mean, work with me on just a couple of these things, and then let's go from there. But we can't even have that conversation. Uh, let's see. I was getting ready. To, I was eating, uh, reading number three. This is the freedom of worship, relig- uh, religious liberty. And I was just getting ready to read this one and chop it up for you guys and talk about this right before the break. The free exercise and enjoyment of religious profession and worship without discrimination or preferences shall forever be allowed in this state to all humankind, and no person shall be rendered incompetent to be a witness on an account of his or her opinions on matters of religious beliefs. So guys, in other words, if you have religious beliefs, no matter how crazy they sound, no matter what you think they are, they're yours, and you can't be made fun of by that. You can't be prosecuted by that. But the liberty of conscience there I'm sorry, the liberty of conscience hereby secured shall not be construed as excuse acts of lasc- <laughs> wow, I haven't used that word. Um, and justified practices in, and consistent with the peace or safety of this state. Now, when you have to go through this and you have to read this and you have to go, okay, what do they mean? You don't know your constitution. If you're like, well, what is well, that? Doesn't make sense. Those words are those are all jumbled together, and Jim was chopping it up, and I don't know what he was talking about. Well, the problem is, is if you don't know what I'm talking about, you can't come back and correct me and say, oh, well, Jim, you used that word wrong or you pronounced it wrong. Then you don't know your constitution. And so, why would these people respect you or f- try to hold up the constitution that you don't even know what it is? Do you see where this all? Do you see where I'm going with this whole thing? You have to be you have to be a genuine participant in the constitution. You have to understand and be able to say, well, Jim, you didn't read that one word right. That word doesn't say that. It says this. And no, it didn't mean that. It means this. If I am the only guy out there that you hear today talking about the Constitution and how you should learn it, maybe you need to start listening to this station a lot more often. We need to get more people talking about the Constitution and what your rights are and how you are not limited by the government, but the government is limited by the Constitution. This is really the this is this is really where you get all your power from. Excessive bail shall not be required, nor excessive fines imposed, nor shall cruel and unusual punishment be inflicted, nor shall witnesses be unreasonably detained. When you think about how we treat each other, you think about how another human treats another person and the concrete cages we put things in and expect them to come out as sweet as honey. That's our own stupidity in motion. We're not doing anything to make human beings better. We just keep doing things to just point out their bad stuff. And I'm a parent of four. Okay, I've got, uh, let's see what i got now. I've got uh, four grandkids. Okay? And I'm going to tell you right now, yeah, there are times you've got to be firm. There are times that childness, you know, childish behavior is childish behavior. And there are times that you need to put forth discipline when you see these, these belligerent type Acts that do harm others. 
But my, the sad part of it is, is that we have to really think about what cruel and unusual punishment really is. See, we, we can't go in there and, and squish these people down and just push down them and 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 then expect this hyper-concentrated compression of their life and their, and their mental capacity and all these other things and, and feeding them less than quality food. And if you guys want to argue with me about less than quality food in prisons, you know, go spend a month in prison and then you can come back and talk to me about how you feel. Okay? Spend a month in jail in your local jail. I'm not even talking about the big prisons. I'm not talking about the prison boats that we have off of our shores. I'm not talking about the prison islands that we have across this globe. You know there's a prison island in, in the Indian Ocean, and there's a prison island in the Pacific Ocean. There's one in the Atlantic Ocean. You know there's prison boats that look like shipping containers, shipping container boats that actually are housing human beings. See, when they're in international waters, they don't have to treat them in any way. Because they're not, they're not tied to a government. When they're in international waters, they can treat them in any way they want, and they do not have to release them. But we can't have that conversation, right? But yet we got dozens of watchless terrorists coming across our southern border, and we're not worried about that. But yet we have human beings that we've put in cages across this globe, and we're proud of that. Do you see how crazy that is? Do you see how contradictory that is, that we can't even keep this moving in the right, right way? But why aren't we in there? When we have the opportunity, the government is quote-unquote has a hold of you, right? They've arrested you, they've charged you with a crime, that you have to spend a certain amount of time with the government. Why isn't the government actually going in there and actually trying to, you know, use types of, you know, religious traits, social traits, leadership traits, family traits, to make those individuals in that situation better? Why aren't they coming out amazing people as opposed to the people they were when they went in, accused of the crimes that they committed or didn't commit? See, why is it that, that that's not happening? See, to me, when I look at Section 5, it raises all kinds of questions for me. Because excessive bail, then why do we have people being held in solitary confinement in Washington, D.C., the, the District of Columbia? Why are they there? If the, if the New York Constitution says, there is no excessive bail shall be required or excessive fines imposed, nor shall cruel and unusual punishment be inflicted. I'm asking, why is the January 6ers, after two years, still in solitary confinement? Why aren't they allowed bail? It says, it says excessive bail shall not be required. Well, why aren't they even being given, given bail? Why aren't they even given the option of bail? So to trespass isn't an unbailable offense. See, what they're pointing out to you and showing you is the District of Columbia is actually a foreign entity, just like the City of London and just like the Vatican. Look it up. Pay attention to the words I'm telling you guys. I am literally giving you guys dimes of knowledge, gems of knowledge, whatever you want to talk about. We're talking about real information here, why it is we feel like we're being used and abused. Because we are. All right, guys, we do have a commercial break coming up here on WYSL. Guys, hang around. We'll be right back. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. 
How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, welcome back to the Dark Light Show. Thank you, guys, thank you so much for sticking around the second hour of your extended lunch on Mondays and Wednesdays. Your host here, Jim Price. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. Guys, remember, we do have the July event coming up where we're going to be there. Me and Josh are going to be there hanging out. Come early, stay late, bring your questions, uh, bring your phones. Obviously, take some pictures, and we'll answer questions and get in some great conversations. Don't hesitate to be there early, stay late. And uh, let us know you guys are going to be there because this this whole thing coming up is, is going to be fun for all. I think it's going to be a great time. I'm going to spend my 4th of July in New York, so it's going to be July 2nd, that Sunday evening. So you guys can be come and hang out, right? Come hang out with us. Coming out, and you get to see Bob, you know, the guy from behind the scenes there. Me and Josh will be there. I'm, I'm sure Bob will be there. I don't know. I guess I just kind of volunteered, asked him to come along, but I'm sure he'll hang out. Oh, yeah, Bob just said he will, he will be there. So you'll get to meet Bob. You'll get to meet me and Josh and hang out. Guys, plan to be there. And th- this is what we got to do. You guys want to you guys want to learn. You guys want to make the world a better place. You want to put energy into a direction. This is how you do it. You absolutely just bother to get off your butt and hang out with us. Wow, that sounds hard. No, it's not. And I hope to find uh, find a lot of new friends out there with you guys hanging out with us. So remember that. It's going to be July 2nd. Be a part of that. And also this weekend, if you happen to be in East Tennessee, you happen to be in East Tennessee, me and Josh are going to be in Pigeon Forge. We're going to be speaking at the Civic Center. Uh, we do have a couple special guests coming. We're going to have some country music artists there as well. Uh, it's going to be a great event. But if you find yourself in East Tennessee in Pigeon Forge, which is actually kind of cool, it's got a lot of the. It's got Ferris wheels and uh, gravity coasters and all kinds of really cool stuff. Indoor snow tubing during the summer. A neat, neat place to go. But uh, me and Josh are going to be there this weekend, Saturday evening at the Civic Center. Guys, you guys can uh, get, get tickets to that still. Be a part of there are VIP tickets as well uh, for a meet and greet afterwards. So be a part of that. 
and let your friend, you know, if you've got family in East Tennessee or in Kentucky or parts of Georgia or whatever, let them know. Have them send them over to Pigeon Forge this weekend. We could meet them and say, hey, uh, my, my family up in upstate New York heard that you guys had this event. We decided to come be a part of this and help support the Patriot movement. When you guys do stuff like that, when you, you guys come to these events, when you guys order the products with the promo codes, you guys are keeping us on the air. You're keeping us moving forward. You're voting with your money. You're voting with your money. And I, I think in, in times like this, you, you guys want to make the deep state crazy? You want to do that? You want the establishment? You want to drive them crazy? Vote with your money. Quit putting money behind Walmarts and the other ones and all these these you know woke corporations. You know, and I oh I wanted to point something out here. Listen to me. The reason that you're seeing these iconic type products come up with these woke crap ideas is a lot of it. It's about destroying America. How weak? How how limp? How lethargic can we make america look and that's what it's about it's about the humiliation of you you know those really iconic brands like budweiser budweiser the king of beers the clydesdales the the dalmatians the whole thing right but it was bought up by a foreign country i mean america motors they, uh, i'm sorry sorry chevrolet of america yeah america motors <laughs> because 51 percent of those stock is actually owned by the federal government because during Uncle Barry's little uh, run when he did the cars for clunk or cash for clunkers thing, well, he went in and he and he got rid of the the corporate the the Chevrolet of uh, corporation Chevrolet of Cor- Chevrolet Corporation and created the Chevrolet of America and abandoned all the bond holders and the debt holders and created an entirely new Chevy Corporation. Look it up. And then the Dodge is owned by Fiat. It's another foreign country, company owning us. And yet we don't want to have that conversation. Just like Ericsson is a foreign company who owns all the landlines, all the communication lines, the backside infrastructure of all your cellular cellular communication, your internet communications owned by Ericsson. It's a European company. And we see this destruction of America and, and this idea when we need to be proud of who we are as Americans and stand up for American values and American companies. While they continue to try to destroy us, we're going to build ourselves better. We're going to be stronger in spite of them. We're going to take our money and move away from the big box stores, and we're going to go into those brick-and-mortar mom-and-pop shops. And I want to ask you something, guys, real quick on this side note. When was the last time you ever saw one of these brand-new buildings go, Wow, that big square box with an entrance on the front is so beautiful. That will go down in history as being some of the most amazing architecture ever seen by man. Guys, if you think that we built a lot of the stuff that you see as these amazing stone structures, if you think that we just did this in the last couple hundred years, you aren't paying attention. Look at the idea that we can't keep guttering on our house. We can't keep shingles on our roof. But yet, the Sacred Heart Church... The Sacred Heart Church in France has built-in guttering systems into the stone, the stone roof. It has trough systems built in to carry the water away from the building and away and down off the off the roof lines. But yet we can't keep some aluminum folded guttering on our house. We can't keep leaves out of there. But yet there's these these huge structures around our globe that we want to believe that we built this in the last couple hundred years, but we can't figure out how in the last couple months, to keep our guttering on the house. 
Do you see where we're not really seems like we're we're not evolving in the way we should? We're not getting better in the way we should. We're not climbing that ladder of success. We're not becoming more and more amazing with each turning day. See, when I talk to you guys about these things and I say these and I make these observations, it's to make you stand up and say, you know what, we're not going to put up with that anymore. We're going to make a difference, Jim. We're not going to let you be able to talk this way about our government because our government's going to be amazing and transparent, and they're going to make sure and pay us back for whatever private property they abused. Because in my constitution, it says that I will be re- I'll be compensated for any of my private property they use or they take possession of. Private property shall not be taken from the public without just compensation. Where is your reparations for those 3 million, 3.4 million, whatever it is, 3 million people that were illegally searched? What about the people who get their cars ran through every day from traffic stops, people that get their houses raided? What about me? I had two. I got swatted twice. Where's my reparations for when they destroyed my house, destroyed my belongings, destroyed my reputation for nothing except for the fact that they just wanted to destroy us? They want to destroy those of us that want freedom for you. Think about how evil you have to be in your heart to believe that you want to make sure, you want to make sure to take away the people and demonize the people that want to set you free and make you have freedom and liberty. I want to make you have it. I want you to understand the Constitution so well that no one can argue the points with you because you can just stand there and say, this is what it says, end of story. I'm not going to debate where my, my rights start or stop. I'm not going to debate with you about your feelings. My freedoms supersede your feelings. My freedoms supersede anything. And my government defaults to freedom, not to incarceration. According to my Constitution, it talks about how they're going to pay me back, how they're going to make sure that I am kept whole, that I don't have to worry about being abused by my own government. The government is limited by the Constitution. You have never, ever been limited by the Constitution. In fact, you've allowed your public representatives, your public servants, to make laws, rules, regulations, like the rules earlier we talked about with the whole uh, Biden administration trying to make it more expensive for a trailer to be made. Guys, you have the rights. You are the government. You have all the power. And when you demonstrate and exercise those, then those that are in underneath you, those that are your public servants, suddenly become obedient, and they stop making up weird laws, rules, and regulations that are no longer part of your, your, your world. You don't want to play that game. You want freedom. You want liberty. Freedoms and liberties. That's it. That's the answer to everything. That's it. But they want to shut that down from you. Everything I talked about in these articles today was about them taking away your freedoms and liberties. Fight for those. You are important. This country is important. Guys, thank you so much for everything you guys are doing. If you have questions or comments, don't hesitate to reach out. I'm your host, Jim Price, The Dark Delight Show. We'll see you guys tomorrow.